I'm trying to think if there's anything important about our show, Tyler, that I should be imparting to people when we ask them to be guests. I think I basically just told Ryan that we're very chaotic and sometimes horny. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to be horny this episode, though. Like, why would we be? We're not horny. Star Trek. Star Trek is horny. We get full-on Kirk nipples. I mean, (laughs) this Uh, this whole episode is horny (laughs) as hell. Ryan sent me a message. He's like, oh, yeah, they want to watch. They want to do a muck time. And I was like, oh, man, that's like the horny Vulcan fight <laughs> fight uh, episode. Yeah, you immediately <laughs> knew what episode it was. <laughs> title. I was impressed. It was funny. I forgot what episode we were doing at first when I started messaging you. And then I was like, oh, yeah, Mox, that's a good one. That's a good <laughs> one to have uh, new people on for, I feel like. I, I just gave my cat his drugs. So my cat's on anxiety okay. medicine. Good. And mm-hmm. right after he takes it, he just goes insane and wants to destroy everything. Very much like Spock in this episode. Um, so yeah, he's probably just going to like, you're going to hear all kinds of noise. Like he's okay. just going to be going crazy. It's weird because so he's actually like sleeping pretty your hard. Anxiety right medicine now. for your yeah. cat makes the cat horny? <laughs> it makes the cat murder horny is what you're saying? Kind of, because he goes for the kid Our stuffed animals. And, murder like, horny all the time he doesn't want to talk about it oh <laughs> okay that's one thing i can talk about the murder other horny? day uh addy and i went to the store and we we were we were just wandering around the store i think it was at goodwill and atticus has figured out he's atticus is a year and a half now my son he's great he's figured out that if he finds something he wants in the store he can just lean out of the shopping cart and grab it <laughs> It, and then throw it in the shopping cart and then we take it home with us and there's a giant bunny at goodwill it's like all right it's a stuffed bunny and i was like all right we'll get this giant bunny i don't want him playing with the stuffed animal from goodwill necessarily like hard toys from goodwill you know you can you can wipe them down but a stuffed mm-hmm. animal eh, but we got two little dogs it's fine they'll love it <laughs> one of the little dogs really loves this bunny uh, he mm. will not stop pumping the bunny and it's great because Atticus thinks it's a fun game where he grabs the bunny and tries to run down the hall with it with my dog hanging off of it, humping it as the child is carrying it away from him. And it is simultaneously the most disgusting and the cutest thing I've ever seen. It's a pretty wild ride for the dog. It's not me being horny. It's the dog being horny. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. So then you've been videoing it. <laughs> I did take a video of it and send it to you. Yeah. <laughs> we we have a group chat with a couple of other friends that are dads, and Troy's like, "This doesn't really have anything to do with being a dad, but here's my dog humping something." <laughs> it's close. It's close enough. That. Who else are you going to share that with? You know. <laughs> exactly. Too young for this trek. The final frontier. These are the voyages of MC, Troy, and Eric. Their mission to introduce Tyler to strange new episodes. To seek out the best and worst media in the Star Trek franchise. To boldly go where several podcasts have probably gone before. Yeah, hey, welcome to Too Young for This Trek. It's a podcast where a bunch of guys sit around and watch Star Trek with Tyler, who's never seen Star Trek before. 
And my name's Troy, and that's Tyler over there. Say hi, Tyler. Hi, I'm Tyler. I've I haven't seen Star Trek except for what, like how? sixty episodes or so. <laughs> 60, 70. Am I super laggy? Yeah, you, you like, are. Yeah. Did like three seconds on my end before you said hi. Oh God, <laughs> let me turn off my video. Oh no, <laughs> somebody else take over. I got troubleshoot. What's going on? Can't be me that because I'm I'm new. So the chain of command <laughs> yeah. could possibly be uh, falling on me. Okay. I'm, just I'm MC. MC. <laughs> uh, MC is here. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. And then uh, Eric's not here, but we have two people replacing Eric because that's like how valuable he is to us. Um, yeah, so we, we've got Ryan and Doug from what's your podcast called? I'm sorry, I know it's like Game Pass something. <laughs> game Game uh, Pass. Yeah. Game Game Pass. Game Game Pass. The <laughs> only uh, alphabetical review of of all the games in the Xbox Ultimate Game Pass catalog. Um, that we know of. Have you looked for more? I didn't. No, didn't check. No. It's probably for the best. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're the only Star Trek podcast. Yeah, nobody else has had. I'm the so idea glad that you filled the void. You guys. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Yeah, I googled that, and that is that is true. That is a fact. <laughs> um, I could not find a single other one, and I was surprised. Really. Yeah, it's weird. Like Star Trek is pretty popular. Um, yeah, you would think <laughs> there would be at least another, but God help me, there wasn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, this week we watched uh, Star Trek, uh, the original series, season two, episode one, Amok Time, also known as, time? what? What's Amok wrong? Time? Amok Time? Amok Time? Did they say it in the episode? They no, don't. but it's just a, a word in the English language. Yeah, like it running is? amok. Yeah. Running amok being being wild. That's what I thought it meant is it's like they didn't want to call it like, you know, horny aggro time. So they said, oh, amok, that's a good that's a good word. But it also um, sounds so close to what like an, a made up alien word. Would it say. does. I didn't that know. Really does. I did not know that's how you spelled amok from running amok. And so I have always called this a mock time and thought it was a made up alien word. Like yeah. 100%. <laughs> That's what I thought until I watched it. And then they didn't use that word. And then I was like, what is this about? So I Googled it. And yeah, it's just it's just the, the normal like English word. Just... And I was like, oh, wow. OK. Anyways. Well, you don't see it. It's one of those words that you kind of only say when you say running amok. You don't just yeah. say amok right. often. So you don't see it by itself. <laughs> you don't see it a lot. So I think I I've always it. thought that that was a muck, like running space a, a space M U C K M like muck. Herding cats. <laughs> You're running a muck. You're uh oh like yeah like a uh, a muck is like a a word for a number of cats. You know, like a murder of crows, <laughs> a muck of cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, a something like that. Cats. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I forgot to tell y'all that we do alternate titles, but I think whatever Ooh. Doug said just a minute ago totally worked as as an alternate <laughs> title. I don't remember what it was. Uh, Horny right. Agro Time. Horny yeah. Agro Time. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, it's funny. Troy was talking about, like, we never transitioned into this part very smoothly. We should just get rid of it. He literally said that just before this. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think we do great. Oh, so wait, do I need to come up with an alternative title? (laughs) Yeah. All right, so Uh, let's go first. uh, I I quoted toxic masculinity. 
Oh, yeah. The Vulcan with two brains. I called it Coconut Queefy because <laughs> I couldn't remember what the word they were saying was. <laughs> but it was something like that. Coconut Caliphy. Coconut Queefy. Yeah. It means marriage and also war or something like that. Challenge. <laughs> it's the Aloha of Vulcan. <laughs> uh, bros before hoes. Mm. Well, uh, nice. And he, uh, I think the hoe is Spock as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to. Yeah, he is. My my alternate alternate title was uh, one's one man's trash is another man's wife. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what was, what was the name like, of that guy? The guy who he thought he was going to have to fight, but then. Son. Stun. Son. Stun. Yeah, that guy was. He was ready. He came ready. He came ready to rumble. <laughs> and then. He's going to fight for know. his love. Yeah. I, I have I have questions about how Son feels at the end of the episode, but we can get to that uh, uh, <laughs> after the summary. We at least have to the summary before we jump to the end of the episode. Okay, but very quickly, he feels nothing. He's All right. Open. I don't know how you guys do things <laughs> around here, but we, we usually jump to the end of things and then work our way back. No. Generally, that's what we do is we hit the summary <laughs> and then we talk about whatever the very last thing that happened was. And then MC tries to get us to start over. And then and about then 40 just... minutes later, there's a podcast episode. I was gonna say, and then Troy just shouts about being horny, and then I'm not like, horny. Star home. Trek is horny. Come on. <laughs> uh, so here is Eric Summer. It's, uh, it's it's biological. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Spock completely loses his shit and is a total dick to his girlfriend, Nurse Chapel. Spock tells Kirk that he has to return to Vulcan immediately because he has to bone down or he will die. Dun dun dun. Kirk, being a good bro, decides to help him get laid and disobeys a direct order from Starfleet. Spock casually introduces the crew to his wife, who he's never once mentioned the shock of Kirk, Bones, and especially his apparent side chick, Nurse Chapel. Dun dun dun! Kirk, Spock, and Bones beam down to Vulcan and meet the wedding party, but after some convoluted Vulcan rituals and soap opera level drama, Kirk and Spock must fight to the death? Dun dun dun! Because, you know, logic. After Kirk barely survives round one, Bones injects him with what appears to be steroids to give him a fighting edge. But during the epic confrontation, Spock seemingly strangles Kirk to death? Dun dun dun! After killing his best friend, Spock snaps out of it and is no longer horny. He returns back to the ship, ready to face a court-martial for murdering his commanding officer. But instead, Kirk pulls a Loki and just shows up alive. Spock smiles for the first time ever, yelling, Jim! And the two best buds hug and start making out. The Enterprise flies off to its next adventure, and Spock remains <laughs> a virgin. Virgin. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start at the beginning for a change MC. The start of this episode is weird to me because it's Bones being like the most speculative doctor ever, and the part that bothers me, he's like, it seems like Spock's been being weird. So I looked into it and he hasn't eaten in three days, which makes me wonder about what kind of records the food dispensers on the Enterprise are keeping about you. 
because I didn't realize that that was being tracked, and that's very alarming to me. He found that out from Nurse Chapel, who's kind of keeping her horny eye on Spock. Is she just following him at all hours, checking to see if he eats? <laughs> Maybe she prepares all of his meals. She knows when he goes to the to the the pill replicator, the cube replicator. There, she's like going to accidentally bump into him in line, like, "Oh, hi, Spock." <laughs> and then after day two, she's like, wait a minute, he hasn't been down here. Yeah, or did like Bones just sort of lurk around the corner and spy on at like lunchtime? Just sort of, mm-hmm. oh, he's not eating today. <laughs> just <laughs> write down a little note like himself. <laughs> I checked into it when I followed him around for three days and he didn't eat. Well, that just sounds like Mr. Spock in one of his contemplated phases. Is uh, is this nurse, is, is there uh, is that relationship established? This is the a, first time in, in my a, memory that she was okay. being flirty with him. Uh, the, I guess it is new season. We've new seen season, one other so. episode where she was being flirty with him. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. But I don't know oh, that, that was the episode where everybody this. was being horny. Or, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, that was yeah. Uh, the naked time. Naked time. Yeah. Okay, I'm writing that title down. Writing that one. (laughs) Watching all the horny episodes. I believe Naked Time was our first episode post Picard, actually. Yeah, it was. Oh, funny. That's a good history. (laughs) Hey, since you guys are listening through, can you do me a favor and uh count how many times we say horny each episode because like i feel like it's just like really gotten out of control like we realized it was a thing and now we just can't stop ourselves (laughs) should you could you find like a good word that you could like alternate that means horny (laughs) but yeah but just sort of chop that in so it's not just horny 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 it's like horny Um, or Randy in know, there. Good, yeah, Randy, Randy. That did pop. Randy popped in. Thank you, Austin mm. Powers. That was the, yeah. the second <laughs> thing that popped into my uh, head. Do I make you horny, uh, baby? Muck. Do I make you a Randy? Muck. Yeah, a muck. Uh, Do you have anything Australian, MC? Uh, no. No. You, no bullshit, MC. There's you are lying. There's totally <laughs> something some ridiculous about MC slang or Australian slang word for being horny. Like oh, I, I gotta, I gotta kangaroo in my pants or something come on don't hold out i don't believe you i'm gonna google australian slang for horny mc is holding down on all of his uh, mc slang australian slang that's what i did too i called it mc slang (laughs) feeling feeling widgy no that sounds good is that it feeling widgy that sounds like it could be an australian word for horny well feeling a bit widgy no offense it just it, it popped into my head and it, how about, it felt good. How about, MC, do you know the phrase toeier than a Roman sandal? Uh, no. Well, according to this website, that's a phrase I should know to make myself sound like I'm from Australia. That's okay. weird. You're getting lied to by the internet. That, that can't be right. <laughs> There's a lot of toe, exposed toe in a Roman sandal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so are you on like Australian kinda foot kinda fetish horny. website? Oh, oh that's maybe. what that was. I knew I should have closed my tabs. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the address. Yeah. How about as useful as an ashtray on a motorbike? Do you know that phrase, MC? Oh, I know that one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard that. That's a good one. Wait, okay, it's MC. What's a wristy? <laughs> MC. A job without a lot of. What's arm. a wristy? Yeah. yeah it, it, it. I think I know what it means. a hand job. But. Yeah. Uh huh. And if is someone it, was getting a wristy a... and then it transitioned to a more oral centric situation, would you call it a gobby? <laughs> you uh, might. These are real words in Australia. You you haven't heard yeah. those? 
I listen to way too many Australian podcasts, I guess. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, jute? Jute? Is jute a word, MC? Jute? Jute? J-U-T, pronounced J-O-O-T. Supposedly, it means vagina. <sighs> okay, I'll stop I'm writing that down reading too. horny Australian <laughs> slang words. Notes here. So then what happened Learned next? Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of secrecy, right? This is this is basically... Yeah, uh, Spock yeah. is so... He's being such a petulant child. He is <laughs> clearly, <laughs> clearly upset, hiding it from no one, but refuses to just to say that he's horny. Yeah. <laughs> or that he's like about it. going through... Fine, I will go alien, to my room. <laughs> alien puberty. Yeah, he... Uh, and like almost murderous. Where isn't he like holding, clutching a knife at some yeah. point? Yeah, yeah. It's very scary. Right after the um first meeting with Kirk, he's like he has it behind his back, and then when Kirk leaves, he's like shaking it in his hand. I uh I remember I was like I was like, does Kirk see that he has a knife? Does he know? And he's just being really really cool about it, <laughs> <laughs> or does he not see it? <laughs> Kirk, of course, is thinking, I could take him. I could take him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, up here where 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 the oxygen is good, he could take him. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, Spock, this is my best friend. If I have to die by, you know, his horny hand, I'm willing to do that for my friend. I'm willing to get stabbed. Whatever I have to do. I'm to try to get willing to take a friend. wristy for the team. <laughs> uh, so, like, Spock's, like, I don't know, like... I don't know, sneaking around. He's like being suspicious. And like, I really like the music in the scenes where he's being suspicious. It's like very bass heavy. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's very good. Becky was in the room while I was watching this one and she commented on the music as well. She's like, I'm not paying attention to this episode at all, but I really like the music. Like, it's very, like, the music is telling the story very, very well. I was like, yeah, this is a good one for music. (laughs) And a lot of the music is that same, it's the fight theme from later on, just they play it way slower at the start of the episode. So if you know that theme really well, you'll be like, oh, it's it's the same music, just just made, uh, made, made diff i don't know how music works it's in a minor key maybe mm-hmm. is that how music works i don't know a different tempo yeah yeah that's that slowed down sound like good music words Reverse the polarity on that song and put it at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> the reverse polarity. <laughs> uh, I uh, one thing I, I I turned it on just now when we started and it's just like playing n- near the sound off. But 
one one thing I noticed from the beginning, I think, is just the the looseness of Bones' shirt. Is that like a doctor smock? <laughs> His shirt is sort of like it's like baggy in a way that no one else's clothes. He changes it later. I think it must be his his doctor. Yeah, <laughs> I think he just doctor smock, doctor smock, doctor smock. There's there's a lot of clothes stuff to talk about when we get down to Vulcan. I didn't even pay attention to to, oh, yeah. to Bones's shirt because I was so delighted by the Vulcan costuming. <laughs> oh yeah, the uh, yeah. After they like changed direction like five or six times from <laughs> uh, what was it, Altair? Altair yeah. Vulcan. Yeah, I like the conversation. There's there's like the cutaway to Sulu and Chekhov joking about like yeah. Oh, where are they making us go now? The stupid people in command, and we just got to do shit. I was like, oh, it's nice to see those two like <laughs> bullshitting a little bit. Maybe yeah, yeah, that was a fun bit. Uh, is this Chekhov's like first episode? Because he wasn't in the first Ooh, season, right? I think you're right. Yeah, it's his first aired episode, but I think they had filmed others, um, and then you know the early days. It seems like stuff is just all out of order yeah. often, so that's that's one of the situations here. But yeah, this is his first on screen thing. That's why it's sort of like uh, people will talk about it like, well, how come in Wrath of Khan, Khan acts like he's met Chekhov before, but Chekhov wasn't on the Enterprise <laughs> during Space Seeds. I don't know. They changed uh, it. That's why. <laughs> how you yeah. like that? He's just hanging out below decks. Yeah. <laughs> he was, just because yeah. he wasn't on the screen doesn't mean he didn't work there. <laughs> he was there the whole time. You go back to watch, and he was secretly there. The there. Uh, when they made the HD version, they, they should have edited him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that'd be great. Uh, just, just gaslighting everyone. <laughs> I don't know. It was just he was blurry in the old edits. Now you can see his face more clearly. Just Ooh. total George Lucasing, fixing all, all, the, all the continuity errors by awkwardly editing things in. Maybe they'll recast him and do like a like a new series just to check off. Like it's just him in the background of like every episode of TOS <laughs> from the first season. Yeah, it's like what he was doing the whole time. Uh, and just, you know, yeah, you'll have it's like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. The, the show will cross <laughs> for a minute and, he'll, and, then, and then leave. You'll just see like, Khan like, oh. and Kirk walk by in the background and just mm-hmm. like poignant eye contact between Khan and, and Chekhov and then he walks away again. But Chekhov's says, got a completely... I will never forget this moment. <laughs> yeah, Chekhov's got a completely different storyline. He's got a whole other problems to uh, mm-hmm. going on. Like he's, he's in a whole different department or something. Yeah, I'm just imagining he's like saved the ship like so many times and just like I don't, just never talked about I it. I don't think we can have him saving the ship. I think he needs to do things like there's a ladder that's broken, like really mundane stuff, like literally fixing a rung <laughs> on a ladder. It was his mission that day. And Khan just walked by while he was doing it. But whatever <laughs> little thing he fixes is like what makes the other stuff go smoothly. Oh. So you'll see, oh, look. And you see Kirk run <laughs> the up broken that ladder ladder is the, at the end. Yeah. He runs up the ladder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. It's, uh, yeah, Rogue One. Uh, Chekhov. <laughs> Chekhov. Chekhov's, Chekhov's gun. Rogue One. Oh. Yeah. Chekhov's prequel. Chekhov's side story. Yeah, I like the idea. This is actually a very good idea, and we should probably pitch it. We should go yeah. pitch it yeah. to Lower I'm writing, Decks. I'm writing these notes down, right? <laughs> Turn the page here. The one other thing on the ship that I want to talk about. Well, I, I think it's funny that Spock apparently is giving orders to like change direction and doesn't remember it, but I mostly love that he just he gets so mad that someone tries to call him on his computer phone that he punches his computer phone <laughs> to death. Yeah. Oh, he punched it so good. What's wrong with texting? <laughs> smash, smash, smash. 
I was wondering whether I was like, is that like a flimsy supposed to be a flimsy phone, or is is this supposed to be like, well, he's very strong when he's, he's this strong. pissed. He when is he's a strong boy. Fever. I'm pretty sure yeah. Vulcans have like superpowers. Yeah, I think they're like three x strength over a typical person, but also he's murder okay. horny right now. So you've got to add a, a yeah. lot of so it might be. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't like, want to see that actual. He gets an uh, advantage, and I like he does get caught. And he just goes, yeah, I probably did that. <laughs> sounds like something. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to do? Well, your move. It's a, yeah. It, it, it kind of takes it back to a drug metaphor. Where he's like, he's like, listen, I don't remember doing that, but it does sound like a thing I would have done while I was fucked up. And That's I was a, pretty fucked that up. That is a Spock so. move. I feel that. Pretty much capable of anything right now. Um <laughs> willing to recognize that he you know should like put himself in the brig or something I feel like he's like running around with this knife in his hand (laughs) (laughs) yeah also I feel like they did a real real low stakes thing and then try to somehow make it feel high stakes with Altair 4 Uh, we'll talk more about Altair 4 after this commercial break If you're a fan of our podcast and want to help support the show, check out our Patreon, where you can unlock tons of exclusive content like behind-the-scenes clips, extended tangents, random shenanigans, and even a chance to vote on what Star Trek episode we force Tyler to watch next. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) For just $3 a month, you can support the good folks at Too Young for This Trek and get access to Dork Seduction. Seduce. Where MC, Eric, Troy, and Tyler take turns trying to seduce each other with the Trek adjacent (laughs) stuff they love, including but not limited to Galaxy Quest, Battlestar Galactica, Stargate, and so much more. Unfortunately, we don't live in a socialist utopia and things cost money. So, where will your valuable Latinum go? To be honest, Mostly self-esteem. Knowing people are listening and enjoying the show enough to join the Patreon will make putting in the work to create it much easier. Just beam on over to patreon.com slash too young for this trick. That's patreon.com slash the number two young the number four this trick. Link in the show notes. Make it so. Seduced. Are you a fan of high fantasy epic book series that are converted into television series? No, not that one. I mean an epic book series that is actually complete. I'm referring to The Wheel of Time, Robert Jordan's fantasy masterpiece that was completed posthumously by Brandon Sanderson. Well, I have the perfect podcast for you. The Taveren is a Wheel of Time podcast where three gentlemen go through the series one chapter at a time in their own special way. Follow along as Bill, Rob, and Rich re-experience this great epic. Experience for yourself a world full of vibrant locations, colorful characters, and storylines that will never fail to surprise. Visit a world that Game of Thrones can only wish was as fleshed out and complete. The Taveren, a Wheel of Time podcast, is part of the We Can Make This Work Probably network of podcasts. Find our podcast wherever you get your podcast feed or visit probablywork.com for episodes of this podcast and other great shows we will see you at the wine spring inn
Beep, 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 beep. Okay, this article says that Hungry Jacks is slang for Burger King. She's still looking. But surely Burger King is just called Hungry Jacks. Yes. Yeah. That's not slang for. No. Come on. Uh, Some of those articles so, get real thin on content and they start making shit up. That That's actually really funny how that happened. Uh, so Hungry Jacks bought like the Burger King menu to sell over here. And then okay. Burger King came over and bought them out. <laughs> okay. And, and then uh, they worked out that in places that had Burger Kings and Hungry Jacks about the same uh, distance apart, everyone was going to the Hungry Jacks because they saw it as Australian rather than <laughs> the Burger King, which was American. So what ended up happening was all the Burger Kings just got turned into Hungry Jacks here. Is that an inherent Australian resistance to royalty? Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe a little bit. <laughs> Editor's note. This hmm is brought to you by Tyler's internal debate over whether or not he should dispute Australia's inherent resistance to monarchy. Considering they are still formally a part of the British Commonwealth. Hmm indeed. MC, what's a snag? A sausage. <laughs> the f- why do you call it it? Why don't you just call it a sausage? Because snag is shorter. Don't start pulling to this thread. It's a hot dog, right? It's it's a, This says it's sausage no. and bread. It's just a sausage yeah. on its own? Uh, so it's it's not like a hot dog because it's a sausage. Like, it's not a frank. It's okay. Like it's like a proper actual, sausage. Yeah. So it's like a bratwurst or something. Oh no no! It, it's like what you <laughs> not at all. You know, just like links, brekkie sausage, like breakfast sausage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. And then you just get a normal a slice piece of, of white bread. bread. Yeah, and then sauce and some onions. Normally, huh. it's really good. That sounds like a good mm. breakfast. Right. It, it's down. like any time food. <laughs> it, um. So there's. You know how you have Home Depots and all that over there? We have a store called Bunnings. And normally outside the Bunnings is where you find a lot of sausage sizzle. That's, that's just, that's how we do hot dogs here. That's where hot dogs, that's where you get your hot yeah. dogs is outside the Home Depot. It's the only place. Oh, but sometimes yeah. they'll do, it will be like the Italian sausage place. Mm-hmm. I think. See, that's getting too fancy. I mean, not too fancy. That's delicious, but fancier. Yeah, I remember that outside the hardware. Yeah. Oh, outside of Still hardware. Still sausage. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if it was a, sp- a particular brand or something, but it was like, yeah, it was like Italian, like with peppers and stuff. Italian sausage. Ooh, they might have had hot dogs too. I might, I might good. be crazy. It does sound good. I'm hungry. Is I've, what <laughs> I've just learned just now. Uh, yeah, it's just after midday here, so. Oh yeah. Gonna go get yourself a snack after we record. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna learn You're all the gonna... words in this article, MC, and I'm just gonna try to talk <laughs> in the conversation with you casually, and see when you notice that I'm oh Troy's got an Australian <laughs> flair today. He just is nicer to you when you work in the Australian <laughs> words. <laughs> only, he doesn't notice. He's just oh, all right. I, I, I start dropping the C bomb more liberally. <laughs> <laughs> oh my virgin ears! <laughs> it's the only word that like makes me blush immediately. Like, no, don't say that one. What were we talking about? I know I was ranting about Altair 4. Oh, yeah. You were talking about how Altair 4 is like, it's so well, important. It's like, and 
until it's but also off. like it's just a meeting. It's like a like a ceremony. But it's also like, but if you don't go to the ceremony, the whole galaxy is going to erupt in war. But then also like, yeah, but I know these guys. There's a there's three ships, three ships. with two. They'll be fine. It's yeah. in TNG. I feel like it would just be like, hey, Enterprise, you're the only ship that's close, and the sun's going to go nova in like five <laughs> hours, and it'd be that's it. Like, okay, there's no like arguing about it. It's like this convoluted yeah. for no reason. Well, it's all made up stuff. We all know that. It's a t- it's like it's like A it's TV, B it's like not even like real life at all. It's all space and stuff. And so all of this nonsense. And so if you don't treat it like it's real and you go like, "Yeah, it's not important. It is important, but then it's not important." Then you go it starts to be like, "Hey, come on. Just try a little harder." Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm pretending you guys are really in space. Like, give me a break. Like, you pretend that you have to go to Altair Four. <laughs> I liked that though because I feel like that was Kirk going like, "Okay, normally I'd pretend that this is important, but we all know it doesn't really matter. Like, this is just some <laughs> like arbitrary bullshit that I have to do. Let's go have a space adventure instead." No, he's like, "Let's go get Spock laid." <laughs> no, essentially, what happens is he's like, "Oh, my friend's gonna die. My best friend's about." to die so i want to take him home so he doesn't die and Mm. then he finds out that he's actually trying to get him laid (laughs) (laughs) he would have been more motivated if he had known that from the beginning yeah yeah Yeah. i think the i think the issue is that that the unnecessary secrecy of it is like the real thing that's kind of dumb here where it's like if he was just like well my first officer is gonna die if i don't take him you know he's having a medical emergency or whatever that would, they'd probably be like, okay, or send him a that, Yeah, he didn't or... have to tell him about the erection. Like, he could leave that part <laughs> out. Oh my gosh, was was Spock shot from the waist up this whole episode? Is this what happens <laughs> if you take a, a Viagra and your erection uh, lasts more than four uh, hours? You start throwing uh, soup around? There's definitely shots uh, of Spock full body in this episode. Um... I was not paying close attention to his grudge region, so I can't tell you if he was actually hard through all these things. <laughs> MC, MC, what's what's an Australian slang term for a crotch region? Groin? I don't know. Groin. That's not Australian slang. That's like medical terminology. <laughs> Give me that juicy stuff, MC. Do you call that your snag? Actually, it's juicy stuff. That is the answer. <laughs> juicy stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking at a scene right now from the, the show, and he is hiding behind a desk. So who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but that's more of a Leonard Nimoy thing. He was just notoriously excited to be on set. <laughs> just a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, they started calling it the Vulcan Salute. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is the first appearance of the Vulcan Salute, and I did not realize that that's what we were talking oh. about. Was, uh... Yeah, this is like a bunch of sort of Vulcan stuff that, that uh, becomes part of the lore, right? Because it's really the first time they kind of explore it, like, that it's not just basically a low-key joke that Spock is not human. Right. This is this yeah. is the introduction of other Vulcans, uh, which is kind of cool. Uh, should we beam down to Vulcan then? That's, uh, that's, is I, don't, I wanted to talk stuff? about a couple more things. Just uh, I, I like the scene with uh, Spock and the nurse um, where... I, it sounds like he's mentioning that he had a peculiar dream about her. And at first I'm like, yes. oh, he he had a sex dream about this nurse. Cool. <laughs> but then it, it's not that. But then he's like weirdly 
he seems like he wants to like flirt with her i don't i don't know he's being real weird and then she starts crying and he's like her face is wet and i'm just like (laughs) okay he's the science officer he should know about tears (laughs) yeah it's not like a cultural thing. He's half human. Right? <laughs> his mom cries all the time. His mom, yeah, his mom is a he- human. There's, he should know Long what suffering te- Amanda. Sh- th- that is so strange. I think the blood fever kind of makes him yeah, uh, unsure about his acting choices or something. I mean, <laughs> uh, how am I portraying we gotta, this? We got to go back to the the drug metaphor because this isn't just a horny metaphor; it's also a drug yeah, metaphor. Yeah, like he's fucked up, and he's like, yeah. like I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna put yeah. that that particular moment is like he's on salvia and saw someone crying, and that was his reaction. It's like, whoa, <laughs> your whoa. face is wet. <laughs> you it is almost like a. Yeah, it's like a moment of clarity where he's like, he's like, actually, I should be nice to this lady who's just make, bringing me soup all the time. I, maybe I shouldn't be a dick to her. I don't even like soup, and I would love to have somebody just like be like, hey, I just made you some soup. I'd be like, cool. I'm not even a fan <laughs> of soup, but thanks. I had a friend give me like brownies on my birthday, and and it made me have confused feelings i had to work through i I love you now do i love you now (laughs) you gave me food Um, are we married i don't know now i've actually Uh, realized the soup my wife's make is or the soup that my wife makes is like the only soup i've ever liked so this actually tracks like you found your soup yeah Ah, uh, the soup was for the soul the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so the other scene I wanted to talk about on the ship was when Spock finally tells Kirk, like, what's going on. And he's like, haven't you ever wondered how a Vulcan picks its mate? And Kirk is just looking at him completely blank, like, no? <laughs> <laughs> no, I assumed, like, you go to a, like a, like a Vulcan bar... <laughs> uh, you get drunk at your Vulcan cousin's wedding. You know, like a, some sort of you know analogy of like like birthright. You guys call go back to go back to Vulcan or whatever. Like uh, I don't know. Spotting. Free trips back to Vulcan for you know young young Vulcans of age. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I'm not Jewish. I never I I but I've talked to friends about. Uh, those uh birthright trips and i think that's that's kind of i think yeah a little bit is it what it's for <laughs> set them up yeah the arranged marriage aspect feels completely secondary to me like I, they, they were like okay we want to have an episode where spock's really high and really horny and really aggro and also there's an arranged marriage like, <laughs> it feels like a lot to put in there all at once and my memory yeah. from later occurrences of Ponfar and Star Trek is that they kind of drop the arranged marriage aspect from Ponfar, yeah. and later it's just murder horny. They don't You're worry just about horny, the, the marriage yeah. part. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I was doing my research for this for recording <laughs> this episode, and I I watched the <laughs> the horny to Paul episode of Enterprise because it was I've been watching Enterprise a little bit, and that's what I had seen like recently. Uh, so she has like a some alien bacteria like sets off her pond for, for like a little bit, <laughs> Gets and, it then too it, early. 
<laughs> and then the she's locked in the their decontamination chamber, which uh-huh. oh, yeah. uh, is always room? like a horny place. That's the horny to be. <laughs> uh, it's their randy place. Sorry, let me shuffle that in. Uh, where they have to be naked near each other for the show. <laughs> and, and rob each other with things. Sabs, for the story. Sabs and stuff. Um, and, and of course, she's in there with. I don't know. What the, what's the doctor's name? Flocks. Yeah, who's like. Uh, his his sort of his race is like uh, they're like poly, yeah. So he's like the most emotionally equipped to to deal with <laughs> to Paul's Ponfar. So it's like uh, he he's just being very cool about it the whole time. <laughs> no, no, just I don't remember that. Side of the gel room. My assumption would be that Flocks would be like, I mean, listen, if you need to fuck right now, like I get it, it's cool. Like he's no. He, does he have that weird <laughs> smile on his face yeah. the whole time? He's she's being like, "Let's do it. I have to do it now." And he's like, "It's just your. It's whatever this bacteria is. Let's just find a medical. This is not." He's like, "He's like, listen. I'd love to. That's kind of what he's. I'd love to. Oh, under different circumstances, yes, a thousand times probably would be okay with this. But oh, this is ethically, I. This is not a not quite okay." There's a Voyager episode. Where someone gets gets there, there's a pond fire story in a Voyager episode that Tyler, I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna leave the details out for you of of some of it, but the end of it, oh yeah, I'm is there spoilers. like that conversation? Wait, it's all right. Tyler's had tons of Star Trek spoiled for him, and he forgets most of it anyway. <laughs> He's still, he has a one year old baby at home. He's not making long term memories right now. Trust me, I'm sure of it. Nope. <laughs> there's, there's a Voyager so episode where that conversation happens, where the person's like, the, there's a woman who says like, you have to have sex with me right now, and the guy's like. I'd love to under different circumstances. And she's like, all right, cool. I get it. But then later other people are like, you really need to have sex with her right now. Like the, the resolution of the story is everyone being like, you should have sex with that person who's under the influence right now. It's really, she, because she, but she really wants it. And I'm like, Oh, Voyager, no, no you did no. a bad job. Like you, there's a, you were there's a handful of super bad uh, takes that Voyager does. Yeah. That's, that's a real shame. They're trying. They're like, they get right up to having a good message. And then they like Mm -hmm. put one more scene afterwards that totally undercuts the message. And it's like, oh, why'd you do that? I wish it were as easy to stop hating as it was to start. That's 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 for later, Tyler. Those episodes are both on the list. People I'm should sure understand it. the Ponfar by now, and like, because there's precedence. How is it? I mean, secret? you Come know, on. guys, you guys know about the giant eel birds of Regulus Five. Right? <laughs> They're much hey. like your salmon on Earth. <laughs> they gotta get back to that one street, <laughs> or whatever, wherever just, the eel birds. They every... gotta go. <laughs> oh, it's caverns. Sorry, that was. Uh, the ill birds and the bees. Hmm. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Episode. Um. Anyways, ill birds and the bees. I'm writing that down. Not for anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really like when they beam down to Vulcan because I think Vulcan looks really pretty. Uh, at least in the version I was watching, because the, the original series there's two versions of every episode because they did HD remasters and then not, and they redid all mm. the special effects. But this one had like a cool shot of the of the three Kirk Bones and Spock walking across like a stone bridge with a red sky behind him, and it was all yeah. It was really pretty. I really liked that. Like like, yeah. and 
it felt like it lasted longer than it needed to. Like it was a long kind of establishing shot that ended up carrying, like it felt significant. Like we're here, we're on yeah, Vulcan. Yeah, yeah. And I like that. Yeah, I feel like they were really reveling in the like, you are on Spock's planet now. Yeah. This is a whole new thing. This is the first time, yeah, the first time you've ever seen Vulcan or? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's cool. Must be. Yeah. This is the first time they show, and I don't know if they ever go back, but I know for sh- this is the first time they show Vulcan. Well, they go back in uh, Star Trek three. Yeah. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Which Tyler saw that already, so he yeah. knew what Pomfar was coming into this. Because they also go back in the J.J. Uh, Abrams first one, but uh, tragic, <laughs> tragically. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I've seen the, I've seen those movies. <laughs> I could not tell you what happens in any of those movies. It, it, it explodes. Vulcan, Vulcan blows up. Oh, it's bad. No. That's what I. I'm not good. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm playing the episode without sound in the background to see if anything, uh, and I and it was just the scene where he smashed that, that computer again. We already <laughs> talked about it. But that's, also, kind of, that's like one of the classic gifts out there for uh, just nerd rage. Mm-hmm. That definitely must have been fun too. You're like, I'm gonna smash something. I gotta say, the practical effect on that was was not bad. Like, it really crumples nicely. It doesn't like extend yeah. back or stuff sometimes you see old effects like that where it's supposed to, or, or something light and you're like yeah that, i can tell that that's just a hollow piece of plastic. there's there's a lot of very light looking heavy rocks in star trek the original. yeah yes. yeah <laughs> that rock shouldn't bounce after it drops that's that's the giveaway <laughs> this, this worked out well uh, we're on vulcan now we're not in spock's crush room yeah uh Vulcans are cool. They carry that lady in a, in a big, like, like a, a chair. That's definitely like a prop from, uh, like a Ben Hur movie or something. Yeah. Yeah. Women are property. I, Women are property. Yeah. Women are property, but also in charge. It's yeah. like a weirdly Vulcans a are patriarchal awesome. society where women are property. Well, presumably yeah. she's not married. I guess. I guess she owns herself That's until the, she gets married, the, and then the sort of priestess lady, or yeah. Yeah. That's how you become the head uh, to Pow, is that you don't give in to the, uh, you know, pawn far. You don't get married. So eventually you're like, oh, I guess I'm in charge now. Everyone else is paired off. But you have to give in or you die. New theory. Not if you're tough Pau... as balls. Okay, tough as balls. Works. I was going to say she's the first lesbian on Vulcan and she and someone <laughs> else hooked up and she was like, I don't need a man and rose to the top <laughs> and took over everything. Well, it seems like. Yeah, it's also like yeah, the like severe like the importance of the arranged marriage seems to be because at the end the his like wife when it's like it doesn't work out and they're not gonna be married, she's like I wanted to be the other guy and if it didn't work out I could just be with him. There was like all sorts of like ways where it's like well I was gonna be with him no matter what sort of anyway. Right. Like she can be with him was, even if they're not married. How she figured yeah. that out. Yeah, but it's like the arranged marriage itself doesn't mean so much like, oh, it's tragic that it was broken. It's like, well, you fought and now it's someone else. So that's yeah. the rules. You know, we're not forcing the arranged marriage uh, in and of itself. You can get out of it with this complicated fight system. <laughs> and so, yeah, does does the murder cure his horniness? Is that what happens? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like yep. blo- it's like bloodlust. It's like I could either have sex or I could choke up my friend to death. <laughs> Either way, Ooh, I'm gonna there. be I'm gonna be happy, at the end, or or at least not crazy anymore. Yeah, that's a weird pond far. 
it is an interesting dark element to Vulcans where, I, I mean, it used to be like Vulcans don't have emotions was sort of the go-to thing people would use to talk about it. But they do. They're just, they're filled with emotions that they just right. have to spend all of their mental energy forcing down and ignoring or shunting aside, you know? And so this is I, the, like, this is where it leaks out, basically. And then they have to have some form of resolution to it. And then they can take control of it again. I wonder if this episode is where they established that. If this is like the first time you see Spock kind of break in that particular way. I mean, I'm sure he did something in the the naked time, but everybody was acting weird in that one. Yeah, he was holding a computer in the naked yeah. time. I feel crying. like in TOS when That's they show weird. Spock breaking emotion, it's like, well, he's not full Vulcan. He's also right. half human. And that later series really, I mean, especially Voyager with Tuvok, I think they do a good job with that, but that they really expand on the idea that it is control, not the absence of emotion. I am in control of my emotions. Control of my emotions. I'm an officer. My duty is to... I'm sorry. Two, two, four, six, six, six times, six times. Um, I would say one of the Vulcans uh, being mean. Can oh. can we? Can we pause for a second and all pick out our favorite person from the entourage? Uh, okay. Mine is mine is either well, I'll, I'll let somebody else go first because I got two. <laughs> Ryan, you got you got a favorite person from the wedding entourage? I oh, I thought you meant the show entourage. I was like, uh, I guess oh. it's gonna be Johnny <laughs> Drama. Suddenly a different show. <laughs> I think <laughs> it's sort of like the guy with the sort of like beak hood. Yeah, that guy. Uh, but okay, no, I don't know. I really love the sort of like uh, tambourine bell <laughs> guys. Um, yeah. Whatever that instrument is, maybe the, if the two of them are a combo, I might have to take them. It's a big, it's a big wooden frame. It's just with, with a little bunch bells, of bells on it. Or so. and you just ring it when dramatic shit happens. It's the most logical of instruments. Why? <laughs> Don't question the logic of music. It is almost used almost like a judge's gavel when like they're like, no, we're serious now. <laughs> jingle, 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 jingle. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got to go with Bell's, Bell Guys, I think. No, I don't know. That, that Beak Hood is... I, I'm going to take Beak Hood based on the, okay. the premise the of, are great. God, I wish I watched this episode at the beginning of COVID being a thing so I could have yeah. ordered a custom mask. That looked totally. like the guy's mask because yeah. that thing was sweet. That my thought when I saw that the guy with the beak hood and the giant like weapon, mm -hmm. I wish that the store I have didn't 
already suspend the mask mandate because last year I would have loved to have printed that out. Just masks mandatory. <laughs> <laughs> Giant sword, weird beak mask. Oh, like, yeah. okay, they not fucking around here. <laughs> the, is it the that weapon that they fight with? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, I don't want to hear sword. Yeah, he's oh, got a different one. He's got, oh like, no, a yeah, I, sword. yeah, I remember. Yeah, okay, I do remember it now. Yeah, he does. He sort of threatens. Always uh, use it to separate people. <laughs> <laughs> it's not I actually cut this direction sharp. in it's half. Just, it's just one of those uh, those like lowering gates they have at parking lots. It's just one of those. <laughs> it's not actually a weapon. <laughs> it's, it's it's ceremonial. <laughs> I really just wanted to talk about those two guys. I didn't have any other favorite people in the That's entourage. Cool. I just right, like the beak yeah, man and the bellman. Yeah. And the bell guy. Bellman. Be- bellman. <laughs> the I, bellman. I didn't even notice those people. I, I'm like watching it now. I was just too distracted by the fact that Spock like attacks Kirk and only reveals his nipples. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing he does, like, all right, horny boy, we know what's been on your mind these uh, last uh, two years in space. <laughs> I, I um, just want to point out that yeah. uh, Kirk the is fuck not out. the only one who has his nipples out. Um, Beak Mask guy also has his nipples out. Oh, the whole yeah. time. Listen, uh, yeah. you can have your nipples out during COVID. You just can't be wearing no mask on your face. As long as you got a mask on, your nipples can be out. It's uh, yeah, it's classic battle damage. I don't know if you guys were uh, old enough to have He-Man toys, but the classic battle damage He-Man yeah. had like a square in the chest that if you hit it it would suddenly like a, it would like flip and it would be like a little sword strike but only across that like chest chestal region uh, just just to draw more attention i think to sure. uh, the nipple it's a wonder area. that kirk's chest isn't covered with scars because i'm pretty sure that's where he always gets it when it happens dermal regenerator baby he's not a rio he's a uh, very vain yeah. He shaves it, smooth, smooth as an otter, <laughs> always using the dermogen. It does seem very smooth, yeah. The, uh, one thing I, I, I hadn't heard before, and I don't care, like, but I did hear that, like, that he does have like a like a toupee that he wears. Oh, right. yeah, am yeah, I wrong true. for like Kirk? That's true. Yeah. So this was the uh-huh. first time I I was sort of looking at his hair. <laughs> I think it was like the first time I'm like kind of aware of it for, for some reason. I think it's I'm getting older, so my hair is like thinning a little bit. So it's like uh, an issue that I think about maybe more. <laughs> and then I also I heard somewhere that yeah, like he had like he would like take them home or something. Yeah, I, I think it was just a fill-in thing. I think it was like. Yeah. The, just the part right in front. I think he had a straight uh, hairline, and they wanted him. To they have wanted that more that of the swoop. action hero thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it makes sense. Like it's because it, it, that is uh, that hair is doing a lot of work right there. Yeah. It is weird <laughs> if you watch any of the original series shows and then jump to the movies because in the movies Kirk has completely different hair. Different he has like hair. like right. a curly white man fro almost. Like it, it is right, not right. the same yeah. hair at all. And I don't. <laughs> I, Presumably, I, I don't think that's Is that Shatner's a perm. Is that a man's hair? perm? Is Maybe. That, yeah. I don't know. It's very different. It was, though. It's weird. The eighties people, men would get perms. I think. I, I don't know. Perms that's are. True. Yeah. He retired from Starfleet. He permed his hair. Parasailing. <laughs> then they sucked uh, him back in. 
before before the fight starts, there's one thing I noticed that I was really amused by, which is they like they show up and Spock's like, check out this ancient place, it's super cool and stuff. Uh-huh. And Kirk's like, uh-huh, yeah, whatever. It's a bit windy and the wind is hot and I'm hot and I'm uncomfortable. Which like <laughs> is a good way for them to mm-hmm. establish the whole like, oh, he needs oh, he's gonna need some steroids that's secretly oh, on right, some twist. Right. So it establishes that. But what I thought was funny is I immediately thought of how other captains would have reacted in this circumstance because Picard would have been like so jazzed to be a part of the ceremony. Like Kirk shows up and it like leans against the wall and is like, it's hot, I'm uncomfortable. And Picard would have been like following Spock around and taking notes. Janeway would have been asking a million questions. I just, I love that Kirk's reaction was just like, I don't even want I to. I hate it. Here. It's hot. It's oh my hot. god, how long yeah. is this gonna take? And uh, uh I'm beaming back up. I'm beaming back up. Fuck that. <laughs> Call me when you need me, okay? I'm gonna go wait in the AC. And, uh, Captain Hey, Captain, who's uh, that cute lady over there? She's <laughs> Captain Captain Archer would be talking about how it would affect his water polo game. <laughs> this climate? Tell him about, when my dad built this engine, he didn't expect me to come stand on a hot rock all day long. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, you've only seen how much? How much Enterprise have you seen now, Tyler? Oh my god, two episodes. The, the, and I was just thinking, like, he would be there, just saying a bunch of racist things <laughs> about Vulcans. <laughs> These people are terrible. This whole planet is filled with bad people. <laughs> if you all hadn't held us back for so many years. <laughs> You know what? We should undo this entire cultural ceremony. You guys are done doing arranged marriages. You are done doing fuck fighting. We are There's no more owning women. Space America. We don't allow this sort of thing. Yeah. Space. Space America. Space America. I'm late for waterboarding. I gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) I will say that, like, I think. The cool, maybe the coolest I've ever seen Spock look is when they put that little sash on him, that little like sort of martial arts belt, and he's like, he's like got his hands are sort of, sort of wringing his hands and like looking uh, very intensely, and you can tell that he's in like a little trance, and you're like, is he gonna like uh, start doing like, uh, like capoeira or something? Like (laughs) what's about to happen? It's very. and there's like a cool sort of shot where they're sort of zooming in on him, and he's like yeah. almost got like a Street Fighter. He's like this, this like his <laughs> like his idol fu- His die, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, and he looks cool. Yeah, I got a real Sling Blade vibe from him when he was in that like. Oh no! Blood fever. Sling Blade. couldn't even speak properly. Where it's just like his uh, like eyes were kind of like scrunched up. Oh weird yeah, just he was like he was doing thinking yeah, murder. Like Nimoy did a lot of work on this episode of just That's looking weird. <laughs> <laughs> he's tri- he's having a bad trip, man. I like that Kirk is all gun ho for this whole thing. He's like, all right, whatever. I got it. She po- picked me to fight my best friend. I guess that's fine. Listen, Bones, it'll be fine. Even if I can't beat him up, I'll just like, I'll give up or whatever. It's fine. I'll agree to all of these things. It's totally great. And then no the, the, the pal's like, are you sure you want to do this? And Kirk's like, it's fine. And she's like, okay, cool. It's a fight to the death. And you can't back out now. And I'm Whoa. like, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Again, Star Trek, you almost did an informed consent thing well because she asked so many times, like, are you sure? But you never said, also, it's to the death when you said, are you sure? Which is kind of an important detail. Yeah. 
I liked how confident Kirk was that he could beat Spock because <laughs> totally. he he was like Absolutely. telling Bones, he's like, you know, like you you said like in Spock's condition, he probably can't take that guy. So I can take Spock, and I could probably just like knock him out without killing him, and it'll be fine. And like, but 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 Spock is strong. Like he Vulcans <laughs> are strong, and Kirk's just like I could take him, take him out. I think Kirk horny perpetually forgets yeah. that. Yeah, he's Kirk is overconfident. He's an overconfident blowhard. Kirk's like, I'll just give him a wristy and bring him down. <laughs> <laughs> my head, my head cannon for TOS is that it's all the film versions based on known fabulous Captain Kirk, uh, James T. Kirk's logs about his quote unquote adventures <laughs> in Starfleet, where he's just... mostly just like doing regular stuff. He's like, yeah, and then I went to this planet and I boned this hot lady and then I saved everybody and then I figured out how to travel back in time a couple of different ways <laughs> and then I went to Vulcan and I beat up Spock. I was like, all right, all right, buddy. Come here, let this me give no you a wristy. I'm your friend. I'm your friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this for you. Come here. Tackle him. Give him a wristy. Um, Psh, honey, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. Did you guys, uh, have you guys, because uh, I had never seen this, but then I did when I was a kid see the cable guy where they um, they sort of, they spoofed this fight. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Vaguely, I only saw the Cable Guy once because it freaked me out. I saw it when I was probably it's too not... young to be seeing the Cable Guy, and was like, "Oh, this is the funny guy who talks with his butt. It'll be fun." And then it it wasn't fun. It's not. Yeah, it was a it was a darker movie than. Yeah, I don't know. It was. Yeah, it's a Ben Stiller one. I I tried mm. to watch it last night, and then I I fell asleep. But they, I think they're at medieval times, and they go out yeah. to fight, and they do know. actually bring out these. What are these weapons called? The the Q-tips the... from American Gladiator. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> except one end is a knife. Uh, this looks like no it would be one. good. Do you think this would be good for zombie fighting? Whatever this weapon's called. They're not going to be good for anything. Those are terrible weapons. <laughs> you could yeah. bash them. I mean, it's got a bashing side and then a and then a slicing side for slicing. They are your, a friend's. They shirt. are terrible weapons, but they are better than. Some elastic, which seems to be the second weapon that they bring out. <laughs> Just some elastic. Listen, when you think Vulcans, you don't think hand-to-hand combat. You think science. You think against uh, time travel. You think a little nerve pinch, but not wep. That's a Klingon thing, you know. Yeah, everyone's got their own thing. Yeah, Ponfar seems very much more like a Klingon thing. <laughs> yeah. No, Big Klingons are horny. constantly yeah. in a state of. Ponfar. <laughs> yeah, They're always ready to fuck and to kill. Klingon Ponfar is every seven minutes instead of every yeah. seven years. <laughs> it is so funny that it's like, how do we raise the stakes? Well, let's put down these big blades they're swinging around and, yes, just give them a little lasso or <laughs> sash with a rock on the end of Which- it. The best part of that is that Kirk picks it up and literally, like, he, like, looks at the camera and What are these like, good for? What is this for? <laughs> and then Spock just takes him down with it. Oh, I see. You grab the other guy's foot with it. Okay, well, that's they should have instructions. All right. with Can I get a do-over? Can we... I didn't know the round started. I kind of expected there to be a bell or something. Kirk skips the tutorial every time. I don't need a tutorial. I got that. Oh, shit. Uh, something uh, was on screen just now that was very funny is they they do sort of like pause the fight in between rounds uh, mm-hmm. and that's when he gives him the injection but 
right. Spock has a sort of like resting yes. stance <laughs> where he's like a, he's like arms out, like ready to to pounce still. Uh, like he is. Vulcans are big fans of freeze tag. It turns out like, <laughs> zero chill. <laughs> uh, yeah, tableau. Just do a tableau. <laughs> tableau. I just want to. I want to put this Spock into like Soul Caliber or whatever. You know, when they just like put him oh, into yeah, Mortal Combat. Yeah. There's got to be a weapon that would work for that. Like you can make a this Spock as a custom character, right? Man, There's got to be something close to that. I, I, is, is Soul Calibur on Game Pass? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I don't think it is. I do own it, but like uh, that doesn't help you. Yes, that doesn't uh, help. But me. I, I did. I have made a good character on Soul Calibur. I used to play Soul Calibur, by which I mean I used to make a lot of characters in Soul Calibur. <laughs> and I think there was some game you could use them for, but mostly we just made characters a lot. That's the fun part. <laughs> they, it's a, that's one of the better character creation. I remember making several characters. I made a character that looked very much like uh, me. Uh, <laughs> it was very, it was t- almost too weird. <laughs> I don't want to see this guy did get you, hurt. Did you feel the pain when he got punched? Like, yeah, I would flinch. I would wake up with me. Bru- oh, no, bruises. Me. Oh no, God! It's too close. It's <laughs> whatever happens to the guy happens to me. Oh, that's a good idea for a movie. I'm writing that one down too. No, that, that exists. <laughs> it's a Lindsay. I, that's what I was just going to talk about. It's already it's a Lindsay a... Lohan horror movie where oh. she plays twins. And they're separated at birth. Not Parent Trap. I know what you're thinking. In this one, one of the <laughs> twins gets abducted and tortured. And as she's being tortured, the other twin starts feeling it. Up to including the guy, like, cuts her foot off. And other Lindsay Lohan's foot just, like, falls off. Jesus. And she realizes it's because she has a long-lost twin that's being tortured. And so she has to go hunt down her twin and save her as her body's full, slowly, like, falling apart. Because it's being, like sympathetic injuries or something it's I messed up never heard of this and i it's want bad. to see it i, I, I saw care. it in theaters that my brother good. made me watch it in theaters because he knows i hate scary movies i believe it came out <laughs> the same year as teristas because he also made me see that movie with him in theaters wow. so i didn't Your know brother. you were talking about an actual movie i thought you were pitching something to us <laughs> <laughs> the movie exists and, and then i'm like <laughs> she could like draw like the sister that's being tortured could like draw that's her location in her arm. I think that's what she does. I'm pretty sure that happens in it. Oh the movie writes itself. <laughs> oh, because it's like, already been written. Yeah, I was like, Troy's <laughs> onto something. <laughs> I don't know how we can get like Lindsay Lohan, but you, you don't try. have to. She's easy to get these days. I don't. I don't understand why she's part of the pitch, but I'll. Go, I'm gonna go with it. Because <laughs> like parent trap. Some... Like, we're all used to. Oh, okay. Twins. Yes. Uh, it's perfect. That's... We know she has the range. She can play a twin. <laughs> One of them can be British, even. That's yes, what she... she does. She plays twins. That's the only thing she does. <laughs> twin Lindsay Lohan twin horror movie. Google. <laughs> I know who killed me. Okay. Came out there 2007. you go. Yeah. So I have like one final thought. I don't know if you guys have a lot more. Uh, I mean, I had we, one we thing haven't to talked say. about huh? the, the. Okay, go go go. Oh, did you know that um, T'Pol on Enterprise was originally going to be T'Pol from this episode? I wondered that because I thought it was yeah. the same name at first. Yeah, yeah we it talked was about. In the, that one time in the initial pilot script up until whatever's final or second to final draft she was listed as to pow 
And then it was basically, it's kind of shitty. They're like, yeah, but there might be legal issues. Oh, yeah, because they would have, have to pay, pay Theodore Sturgeon money because Tapau is a character he created. Um, and so they didn't. They just and they just switched it. They're like, okay, we'll basically do the same thing and make it to Paul. And then in season yeah. four, they do like a two episode Tapau story where she's like a, a young suspected terrorist in in Vulcan. Oh. And, and then it's the whole episode where like. Archer eventually gets the Katra of whoever the Serac or something like that. It gets into like yeah. bonkers Vulcan <laughs> lore. I watched but that one just to... a couple weeks ago. It's it's yeah. Weird. So young to Pow. That's young to Pow in there. Cool, Tyler. You don't know this yet, but Voyager did the same thing. I'm not going to tell you who, but there's a character in Voyager that is clearly supposed to be a character from Next Gen. So much so that it's actually played by the same actor that played this character <laughs> on Next Gen. And has the same, the same backstory, same like personality, same backstory. Yeah, everything is, it is absolutely this character. And they just were like, shit, then we'd have to pay that guy every single episode that we make a Voyager. So we'll just change the name, but not yeah. anything else about him. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. That's so eventually wanna... we're gonna be watching Next Gen and you're gonna see a young actor and go, Hey, I know that person, and it's, yeah, that's why. Because huh. even at that age, you're like, oh, that exactly, you know, it's he's younger, but it's so obvious. Yeah. I don't know who it is. And I'm just in, as in the dark as Tyler. Ooh, <laughs> fun. Doug, t- text me the name of whatever this character is. <laughs> I'll t- yeah, I'll talk to you. I'm not, to I, I'm, not the hell, I'm not bound by the premise of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, if we talk spoilers, they're just like, take your headphones off. And then I'm just like waiting waiting for like someone to like give me you. some kind of signal they're all it's especially fun because tyler's the one who edits so he has to then try to edit <laughs> i just skip that part i'm just like skip 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 yeah you it, it's it, 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 you don't realize you're there like take your headphones off. we're gonna do spoilers man tyler's really busting my nuts i don't know <laughs> just gossip about you okay everybody we're good you're good back on tyler now if we haven't done that bit at some point in our back catalog, I will be disappointed <laughs> in us. I like the Tapau character. I think it's it's cool that mm-hmm. Kirk is impressed, and I think it sort of does give because otherwise they really are just around some rocks, and there's like a couple of those like gongs that they hit, and mm-hmm. there's not there's, otherwise there's, the there's bell not guys a, too. Come on, yeah, there's the bell guys. <laughs> that's true, and the uh, but making her important kind of made. Yeah. Give you maybe a sense that they're they weren't just in the middle of nowhere and that like you know like oh they're on Vulcan it is important like this is like this lady is like famous in the galaxy mm-hmm. yeah Spock Spock must be important yeah um, I like that I thought that yeah was that nice that line of like wait a minute why is like the most important person from Vulcan officiating Spock's wedding <laughs> like yeah. what yeah oh I'm uh, gonna go off on another tangent. When 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 there's time, no, that's uh, that was my I finished that my thought about that. That all was right. it. Here's the thing: when <laughs> Discovery came when Discovery came out, there were all these people who were complaining, like, "Oh my God, Michael is like uh, uh, Spock's uh, uh, whatever stepsister that we never. Why do we never hear about this? Like, what well, Spock was in an arranged marriage. He had another <laughs> crazy brother. Uh, there, you know, he apparently is from a powerful family that knows Tapau. Like he says, it would not surprise me if they still are revealing things about Spock for the next two decades that no one had any idea. You haven't met Spock's daddy yet, have you, Tyler? Yeah, we have. Yeah, he's a pretty big character on Discovery. 
Oh, well, okay. Yes, that's he, right. He's also Done. he's in All right. uh, Star Trek Three. So the first the first time he comes on board in the original series, he like comes onto the ship and they're like, "Oh man, it's, it's welcome aboard, very important ambassador for Vulcan." And he's like, "Yeah, what's up? Good to meet yep. you, Kirk." Cool. And and then Spock's like, "Regular dubs." That's a that's my dad. <laughs> like yeah. he's literally on board before Spock says anything about it. <laughs> Kirk's like, "What?" Also, this this is might not be spoilery stuff, but it's one of my favorite things about Memory Alpha, the the wiki for all things Star Trek. Uh-huh. The yeah. the amount of minutia that people do in there. Like if you look up Spock or uh, uh, I think yeah, Spock's a good one, and then you look at the familial relationships. It's like you know. Uh, uh, half brother, and then um, uh, Michael, and then Spock two from the cartoon, <laughs> like, the the big the Spock canonical family tree for Spock is bonkers. Spock two is he's great. Yeah, we talk about Spock, <laughs> Spock. two all the time. Oh, he's yeah. I want to do. I want to see like a Christmas card that is like the extended Spock family that includes Spock two and Cybok yeah. and Michael. Because they don't really do that often for other characters like sometimes their relatives are around but not maybe Kirk's constantly brother who dies before we meet them right but i think that's all we'd really know and well and his dad was in starfleet right, right. that's all we know about him but even on like other uh, the other series yeah often have Sort of hey, you like... know which you know which show does do that pretty well? Deep Space Nine, which someday <laughs> we'll maybe watch. So, so you guys don't know, uh, I love Deep Space Nine. It's my favorite Star Trek. Yeah. Tyler has seen. So the way the way we pick episodes for this show is Tyler's got that list that I sent to you, and it's right. just episode titles. It doesn't tell him what show it's from. It does. It's mm. it's good or bad episodes. Oh, okay. I we don't tell about, him whether it's yeah. a good or bad episode. He doesn't know what season's from. He just picks a title. He has not picked a Deep Space Nine episode yet. We've watched wow. one. Last year, like at the start of the Black Lives Matter movement picking up steam last year, we decided to watch the one where Cisco goes back in time and it's like it's right, it's he's a black writer in the fifties. Right, yeah. Right. I, I can't think of that's the one that he direct titles. he directed. He did direct yeah. that. It's yeah, amazing. I know, uh, I know trivia. It's There's real. almost no Deep Space it's Nine real. in that episode, and that is the only yeah, episode of Deep great. Space Nine that Tyler has seen <laughs> up to this point. So he still knows nothing about Deep Space Nine at all, and it makes me so sad because I love Deep Space Nine. That's but Deep so Space funny. Nine does families really well. You get to know several characters, yeah, uh, yeah. both like okay. biological as well as found families throughout that show. Mm-hmm. I loved the, that show, and but and I watched it a lot when it was on. But it is not one that I have gone through and like watched every episode of uh, but i always liked it yeah it's fun i'll have to but check all star it out. trek is good it's got families that's the thing all star trek is good um the last thing that i had a uh, a comment on that's from this episode so i, I don't want to you know keep her you know uh is uh right before spock leaves he sort of gives the other suitor like a weird speech <laughs> where he says hey sometimes having a thing isn't as good as wanting a thing it's not logical but it's sort of the truth and i'm like what is he trying to say like <laughs> don't he's definitely like is he saying that like this? Like, 
I don't think she's your problem now. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Hey, son, final thoughts. You lost by winning. Uh, I like how her explanation is that um, Spock is becoming a legend amongst the Vulcans, (laughs) and that, and she doesn't want anything to do with that. Like she does not want that spotlight put on her life. And she dated a Vulcan influencer. You know, she's she doesn't want to have that kind of fame. (laughs) She's basically implying that the the other guy that she wants to be with she wants to be with him because he like sucks and, <laughs> like he's but just standing did, right there you totally get from when she's like all right i'm gonna pick my challenger like my person who's gonna fight for me and it's not my boyfriend it's kirk and he's like what the hell it was supposed to be me doesn't even kirk look over his shoulder like are you serious huh? right now i thought you're making all right. I'll fight Spock. I bet I can take him. She was playing a logic game. She was, uh, yeah, she had them all outplayed. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's crafty. She can't. I feel like this whole episode centered around that plan, and then everything else from a writing standpoint evolved from that. Like, the guy had that core thing, like, this is what the nut of the episode is going to be, and I'm going to kind of layer it out from here. Uh, that's the uh, her plan to her plan yeah because it didn't feel like a oh how are we going to wrap this up it felt like no yeah. this was the starting point conceptually and then they kind of like, layered it revealed the heist at the end like that's what it felt like yeah like, oh, yeah, yeah all yeah, been yeah. my pawns i actually i liked it i mean there's a lot of times with especially some of the older star trek where again all star trek is great and i love it Mom? Wesley. What are you doing? Oh, I'm uh, embarrassed to say this was meant for you. But it was so much fun I couldn't resist. But sometimes you're like, whoa, that is a little too hokey for me. Uh, (laughs) This one felt super, it was super tight. It was, it felt like some of the DS9 episodes that I love that are, that there's a particular writer who does very lawyerly procedurally kind of episodes that feel really well structured. Um, and so I like that. His, uh, his like betrothed wife seems like she's, they don't really give her, I mean, they give her that thing at the end where she is masterminding and all, but they don't spend a lot of, I don't, they don't seem like they like each other. You can't really tell. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. It's that's a, that's an emotion. Uh, it's not, a, it's just that's logical true. that they're yeah, together. I had I had a thought that you just made me remember when I was watching it, which is that Discovery makes this arranged mess, this arranged marriage thing much more weird because Discovery establishes the idea of doing like a long distance mind meld. Like if you've established <laughs> that connection, then you can right? like reconnect from a distance, right? Like Michael Burnham and Sarek. Yeah, Spock or? has probably been in his room chatting with his sort of wife, not quite wife. This whole yeah, time, that's weird. Because they say like touch without touching, you know. They, they did a mind meld. When they've they were been kids mind then, meld yeah. sexting for years. Absolutely. Oh man, all behind and then when that it came... nurse's back or whatever. Who's the lady? <laughs> Who's his girlfriend? Well, the nurse on one side and son on the other side. Like, <laughs> it's a long it's distance weird. thing. It's it's just it's only mind melding. It's not. <laughs> it's not cheating, maybe. <laughs> it doesn't count. 
I'm still trying to come up with a joke, Doug, because you said that that was the nut of the episode, and that I want to make a joke about how no, the nut of the episode was, and I can't, I didn't, I haven't been able to come up with what that joke is, well, so I'm okay. just putting it out there. Uh, it, it, yeah. it's, it's a fill in the blank joke for the listeners. Like, I, it, it's when Spock realizes Kirk is uh, alive and he gets that big smile and he, and and he goes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. That, 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 yeah. That's the and nut they start of the making out. That, that's what the nut is. <laughs> I was gonna say. Like speaking of the nut of the episode, that's my problem with this episode. There is no nut. Like Spock, he gets like there's all this hype about how he's horny, and then nothing. Like he He doesn't get well. He does a murder. Everybody knows that doing a murder resolves horniness. He thought (laughs) he did a murder. That was enough. That's like all those times I think I had sex, and I'm like, wow, (laughs) I was awesome. I'm now no longer horny. That's what, like, when you call Viagra because you've had an erection for over 48 hours, they're like, you just got to kill someone if you want to get rid of this. <laughs> um, if you've had an erection for over 48 hours, call your doctor or kill a random person. <laughs> <laughs> it works. The more you know. I, you know, I think at the end, his sort of, he when he breaks and is joyous, I, I, I'm reading that it's like, he is excited to see that he's not a murderer and that the captain is alive yes. and his friend is alive. But I think I'm reading that he is also a real happy to not be married right now. <laughs> <laughs> really, really dodged a bullet on this one. I think maybe that's what the writer's ultimate message is like. They wish to get out of that marriage. Don't, uh, don't do it. Leave we'll it have to le- check. Was leave her to stand. Leave her to. When he wrote this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Let's let her be Stan's problem. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back to cruising the galaxy. Wait, is it Stan, not Son? I don't. His remember. name is Stan. Is that what you're telling me? That is Stan. just. It's Vulcan Stan. I think it might be. St- I think it. I was looking at it now, and the. I think it was Stan. Stan. Like S T O N N or something like that. Yeah. Hey Stan, what should I name this guy? Uh, Stan. All right. Stan. Stan? Whatever, okay. Stan. Cool. <laughs> St- st- stone stone <laughs> uh, now every time I see one of these desk computers I'm going to want uh, Spock to punch it squish it <laughs> very squishy I like the decor in his office he's got a cool lizard on the wall I don't know what that's about yeah. a lot of curtains a lot and of a curtains lot of like and... skulls skulls did, like did we skulls. keep an eye out for the treasure chest was the treasure chest I, in I didn't see it there was a bear statue though that was cool. At one point, Spock had a treasure chest. Was that in the episode where Kirk became a Native American god and daddy? Uh-huh. No. <laughs> and then they f- they flew backwards for years. Yeah. The uh, the episode after this is one that I have seen kind of recently, and that's where the it's like a big Greek god or something. Oh, they oh, meet yeah. Apollo. Yeah. I don't remember what happens in that one. The Alpha Quadrant is just littered with <laughs> omniscient beings. It's wild. Gotta love the gods. As many gods as in Stargate. I'm watching Stargate, guys. It's it's a good show. It's very fun. Nice. I haven't I've never seen Stargate. It's on my list. I was thinking it's, about watching that. Yeah. It is a good show in that it is not really that good of a show, but they're just working so hard at it yeah. that it's kind of charming. You're like, you're really trying to make the like forest outside of Vancouver, BC look like every planet in existence. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. I love that. That's my so favorite. Hard. That's my oh, favorite kind of no. show. 
they do it great, and then um, about five seasons in, they actually get a budget. <laughs> I have not gotten there. I'm in season two still. Yeah, isn't yeah. like Jason Momoa's in like uh, one of the later series Atlantis, or something? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I met uh, an actor once when I, years ago uh, in Toronto. She was in this play. I went to go see a bunch of times, and then she ended up being, I think, a, a bigger character on one of those series, and I don't know which one, and I don't know the name of the character. <laughs> uh, but I, I I keep intending to watch it, because I'm like, hey, I kind of, I've talked to one of these people before. <laughs> it's always fun. Just a little... Uh... Oh, I have a I have a Trek story that's not related to the episode, if you guys want to hear it. It's, yes, very, it's pretty short. Sure. Um, my, uh, I, my dad came to visit me here. I live in uh, Los Angeles, and um, I'm like not too far from where like nicer houses are. <laughs> like, uh, you know, it's it's reason, you know, not I'm not that's not where I live, but it's not that far. Uh, so my dad came to visit, and he got like an Airbnb that was like nearby, and I went to go mm. like drop him off. Uh, and the guy was like a this like uh, um, English guy. And I was like, this guy looks familiar. Where do I know this guy from? And he was just like, oh, she's showing my dad, like, Here, here's the bathroom. And, you know, you, you got to hold the hold the thing down. To, I don't want to do an accent, but you know, flush it. Like, <laughs> showing him how to, like, clean the shower and stuff. And I was like, I fucking know this guy from somewhere. And, like, I leave and I start, like, and I realize it's um, um, uh, Malcolm Reed from... Uh, Enterprise. Oh. And he, his house is just up in the hills over here, and he Airbnbs out his, like, little, his, like, tiny front room. Uh, you know, he didn't mention it. He's got a mod. If you look, I noticed later, I was like, oh, he's got a couple framed, you know, pictures on the wall that's, like, it's Star Trek stuff. But he was just like, it's oh, not a steam house. He was like, oh, so I'm just, I'm watching, you know, football over here, and, you know, you guys call it soccer, and. <laughs> uh, he was like very nice. I didn't say anything to him. I was like couldn't do it, but my dad s- spent the weekend uh, at Malcolm in Malcolm Reed's That's house. Awesome. Uh, and for breakfast, he does the read alert to let you know the read alert. Yeah, <laughs> tactical tactical alert. Uh, nice nice house. Nice guy. He seems like he would be a nice guy. Yeah, and f- practical and frugal, which I I think are like commendable. He's like I got this big place it's just Space not using it yeah 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 that star trek buddy's no joke room. i mean if you scrimp and save you can really stretch it a long way <laughs> you're not gonna act much afterwards uh, so you know you're gonna really make do and i like that episode where it's like him and well the other guy and they're stuck in the shuttle for like the whole mm-hmm. episode i don't Trip, know what episode yeah. yeah that's a good one they're freezing to death that's a pretty good one mm-hmm. that's, a good, that's a good how... bros episode yeah, they yeah, talk about how Tapal's hot. They're like, yeah, yeah. Tapal's <laughs> pretty hot. The, like, phrase, yeah, the phrase "her bum" comes up in that. She's got a nice bum. Star Trek. <laughs> and are we are we supposed to pick an episode for Tyler to watch, or is that? Yeah, yeah I, well, okay. I, so Tyler's I gave it first to, to say whether he liked this episode, and then and then we got to pick what's next. All right. Did you like it, Tyler? Was it good? Uh, so. Yeah, it was it was a good episode, but I'm kind of disappointed in um I forgot what the, the, the <laughs> what, what's the yeah, Pond Far. I'm kinda of disappointed in Pond Far. Like the last time we saw Pond Far in uh Search for Spock, it's like built up to be this big thing. 
then they touch fingers and that's it uh this is built up to be this big thing and like i do does anyone uh, ever Tyler, actually Tyler, have sex with Ponfar? Australian Vulcans call that a fingy. Is what <laughs> I don't know if anyone actually bones. I know on Voyager, uh, Tuvok like fucks a hologram basically to keep himself <laughs> calm during Ponfar, but it's like not enough. I think is the implication. Chill, like, but he really, really needs to get some shit done. And then there's that really disturbing one involving Balana and the guy from Engineering, um, where they know. like fist fight at the end. <laughs> it's Jesus. bananas. You're like, this is a hostile work environment, <laughs> Catherine Janeway. And I think you're one of the best captains, but you gotta lock this shit down. <laughs> um, it's almost as bad as Saru. Like, let him fight. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> oh, Saru. Uh, yeah, angry, <laughs> angry mutated Saru. But yeah, I think you're right. I don't think that anyone ever bones on Pon Far. I think it's all just like a thing that's sort of an annoyance and sort of a little bit scary. And then you kind of work your way through it through other means. Is it sort yeah. of like a? Is it a requirement for every series to have a Pon Far episode? Is that yeah. like? I if you have a I Vulcan thinking, that's a recurring character, you have Pon Far. Yeah, Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine didn't have a Pon Far episode, and I don't think they didn't Next have a recurring did. Vulcan character. Right, and right. They didn't yeah. have a recurring Vulcan sense. character. But I promise you that um, what is the new one called? These are the voyages or strange, strange new worlds. Strange, strange new worlds. Yeah, there's a new uh, one, a new new show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, Daddy wow. Pike and Spock and Number it's, One. Yeah. Mm. It's but terrible. I guarantee you that if that lasts three seasons, they're going to do upon far with Spock because <laughs> well, the time should work I mean, out. This is it's supposed to take place right before every seven years. TOS, right? And every yeah, seven but the years. math could work out seven years. It could be yeah. or it could be like the T'Pol thing. They just throw in like, you know, alien spores <laughs> or gamma rays or something. Yeah. I, I, they should make it like a like a road trip, like bro fest. It's like <laughs> Pike's like really trying to get Spock laid and they're just going to like planet after planet and it's just like <laughs> it doesn't work out. Like that would be way more fun than this. <laughs> All these cool planets are closed for the winter. <laughs> Damn it, Pike. I'm sorry. I don't know how time works in space. This place is normally hopping, I swear. Dude, we're going to get you laid if it's the last thing that happens in this movie. Yeah. They go to a planet. And it's just like blob people. And Spock's like, I can't have sex with these people. Like, they don't have holes. You're being holes. too picky. You're being too picky. <laughs> Come on. That's going to be the great reveal. Is is Pike's going to give him a long lecture about, like, being racist against Bob people, and then he's going to be like, no, sir. It's just, they don't have holes. <laughs> They're Bob people. You can fuck them anywhere. That's the beauty of Bob people. <laughs> and then, in the, yeah, in the end, he shows up, and he's got a, a, a Blob person that he's banging. Yeah. He, <laughs> he ends up marrying or whatever. <laughs> Uh, oh wait, that's how they'll introduce Kirk to this series. You introduce young Kirk because he's right. actively fucking one of the blob people right. <laughs> when that conversation happens. Oh, uh, that guy fucks Make like a that captain. the canonical I... first appearance of Kirk is is getting walked in on with a blob person. Yeah, Kirk <laughs> says like I don't believe in the no fuck situation or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like no they fuck see, scenario. They yeah. see uh, someone making out with the blob like really hard and they just go like, oh, not for me and they walk past and then the, his head comes up, and it's uh, Kirk, and he's got the little hair swoop. <laughs> uh, 
CBS All Access, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we've pitched like three shows for them this episode. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is this is all gold, baby. Yeah, I guess they need more. They need to have a dozen or more <laughs> Star Trek shows, apparently. <laughs> Uh, we don't need a big budget for us. Right we just need we need an actor to play Kirk and like a lot of bean bags, and we can make this one. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I will say the Chekhov one might be the strongest, uh, strongest. I, idea I like the, the Chekhov one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be <laughs> make that just like a, 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 a like web series to go along with Lower Decks. Just do it yeah. in that style. Yeah, and, it could be uh, like a, a like a short tracks or two. Chekhov's. Yeah. Oh, God, I love the short tracks. Yeah, what's the short tricks now? You haven't seen short tricks? They they no. did they did two runs of shorts that are are in between seasons for Discovery, but they take place they're, they're like all over. Yeah. Some of them are about Discovery. There, there's an episode about the origin of the Tribbles that's pretty fun. Yeah, it's, that's it's a really good. Probably one. my favorite episode of Star Trek entirely. I have got to it's watch so funny. more of Discovery. Doug, you have to give me your your CBS All Access. <laughs> 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 I thought I did. I'll I'll, I'll send it to you again. I, yeah, because uh, you probably did actually. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so Par- I... Paramount, Paramount Plus. Yeah. That's, I forgot. Plus. Oh yeah, you it's guys upgraded. need to hop on that new iCarly. It's real good. <laughs> I oh, there is genuinely uh, don't yeah. know if that was a sincere recommendation or. Not. I like, I've watched it. I, it's okay. I know uh, this uh, this uh, this uh, person uh, actor I know uh, uh, was on it. I guess I haven't. I don't know iCarly. It's a Disney. <laughs> Is it a Disney show? Or uh, it was be? Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Oh, yeah. But now it's for adults. So now they like totally be banging. And it's kind of oh. weird in that way. Because they're just like. They took yeah, the model of what happens with Disney show starlets where they're <laughs> young kids and then they become adults who bang. And they're okay. like. Let's just make a show where that happens. Like, why do we fight against this? Let's just I've... take a show <laughs> and have fair, it be grown that are banging. I think. That's the trajectory of just like a lot of humans is first their kids, then they grow I up and I think it might be. Yeah. I think <laughs> I've been wondering what happened to all these kids out in the world. Turns out they become adults. They don't just and disappear. <laughs> but I've seen this happen with shows. I remember they did it to Ren and Stimpy. They tried to bring it back. It was, it was like a fake gay joke. Just fucking. They were supposed to do a Lizzie McGuire, but now she's an adult and bangs show. And uh, uh, it was apparently too racy for Disney Plus, so uh, Disney was gonna uh, like shuffle it off to Hulu because it was it was too right. racy for Disney Plus, and then it just got canceled, which is kind uh, of a bummer. They need like Disney Plus After Dark or something. That's what Hulu is because Disney owns Hulu too. <laughs> so if it's too uh, yeah. racy, they just put it on Hulu. Yeah, in Australia <laughs> they have like Dis- it's like something Stars or something. Star, isn't it? yeah, Star. It, it's called uh, Star. It's just slang for Disney Plus. It's Hulu. But <laughs> it's all on the Disney Plus app. Yeah. It's all on the one app. They so. should just call it so Disney Plus Fox. Something like that. <laughs> well, Thanks. just, you know, just send me a message when they do, like, a horny version of Avon Lee. The, like, <laughs> show from the Disney Channel is based on Anne of Green Gables books. Uh. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember that. That was, that nope. was, a, that was an old Disney nope. Disney Channel show. <laughs> Avonlea. It was. Uh, you have a very specific taste. They're uh, they're they're from Nova. Like... They're in Nova Scotia. They wear dresses. <laughs> I think that's about <laughs> that's about is all there, I remember. Uh, Clarissa explains it all, and also has grown up in Fox reboot yet. I don't think that so. One, yeah, Clarissa bangs one. it all. <laughs> 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 
I didn't like that one. No, too. that was that. That's not Angie Fox. That's too young to trust. Oh man. Yeah, you got too far in the other direction. Too far. That's just the porn parody of Claire Six explains it all. Y'all remember? Y'all remember the Secret Life of Alex Mack? Yeah, yeah. He turned into Silver Goo. Yeah, like the Capri Sun commercials. Yeah, I don't remember anything else about that show, but I liked it a lot. But that's all she I turned into Goo. It. I think she sort of had like almost like telekinetic powers, and she wore Dude, a was backwards that the hat. One where she had a a friend who came up to her window from the ladder all the time, or was that Clarissa? Explains that's that was Clarissa. I remember because I wanted that guy's haircut and my hair never was too curly, but I wanted that sort of like is it the, middle, the middle parted swoop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. swoopy yeah. hair. I always, I always think about like I think my hair's long enough. I could look at that. See? I can totally do it. You're that. like right you there. Wow. Oh my you god! It. It's Sam from Clear Explains It. If all. this was the '90s, <laughs> you'd be so getting laid. Yeah. <laughs> I had to style my hair on a webcam. Oh, man. <laughs> I wanted that hair, man. Jonathan Brandis had that hair sequest. Like that was a everyone had that haircut. JTT. Yeah, that was the hair to have. JTT's where I go every time. Uh and my hair just is not that not a hair. That's not straight hair. It doesn't do that. <sighs> it's okay. Oh, It'll so did okay. you guys pick an episode? Stop about your hair. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I didn't look at the list. Um, so if I throw a name out there, will you tell me if it's on the list or not? It doesn't have to be on the list necessarily. It just oh, has threshold, to be one we threshold, threshold, yet. threshold. Oh God, that's it's threshold is the best episode of Star Trek bar none across all series. The only <laughs> thing that comes close to threshold, maybe surpasses it, is the H on H John Benjamin Trouble with Edward episode. <laughs> but threshold is bar none all my right. favorite episode of Star Trek. Tyler, do you need me to find a link to send to you so you don't get spoiled? Sure. Let me do that. Let me go, because you will see there. There will be spoilers for this one. On this is YouTube. like people obsess over this episode. I, apart oh, yeah. from the I two two big episode, it. it's wait. It's, is it Voyager? Uh, did you say it's Voyager. It's a Voyager episode. Yeah. I probably yeah. haven't seen the, it. I haven't seen a lot. With no spoilers, this is the episode that is where they're trying to basically break the warp ten barrier, <laughs> the previously unestablished <laughs> warp ten barrier. <laughs> That sounds uh, oh familiar. god! And it's, I mean, I think all of Voyager is just a love letter to TOS and how fucking weird TOS is. Where it's like there's gods and there's planets that are just like Earth, and no one really seems to be weirded out by that. And Voyager is like, yeah, like here's a truck from Earth in space. Who cares? <laughs> That's just the way things work in space. Space is weird. Yeah, I'm watching that Apollo episode. It's just on in the background, and it is so funny because the Enterprise is being held by just a green, like, a just hand, a big hand cloud. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like Voyager like a, for that. It is kind of pinching it. Does, it. <laughs> it does feel like it is calling back to a simpler time in sci-fi, but I think that's what also makes Voyager not work for a lot of people, and including me a lot of the time. Totally. I'm like, be, totally. be serious, fancy sci-fi, not, not just cheesy dumb. But sometimes cheesy dumps a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah, there's I some real bad. There's a, yeah. there's a couple of real bad choices, which seems to be endemic of like every single Star Trek series. But again, there's like certain episodes of Voyagers that people talk about far and away more than any other Star Trek series, which I think yeah. is to its credit. They make some compl- morally complicated, difficult episodes that don't just 
end in a deus ex machina where everything works out. And I think that's beautiful. They also make some morally complicated episodes that absolutely end in deus ex machina where it's (laughs) really dissatisfying because it's like, really? You had like this cool, interesting setup and then it's just like the end. I don't know why it's loading so slowly. I mean, I would just imagine that hundreds of thousands of people every day are trying to watch the commercial for Threshold. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, there it is. Okay. All great explorers. Well, 9.9. 9.95. Cross a dangerous threshold. Warp 10 to break an impossible barrier. Congratulations, you just made the history books. But one man's journey. Medical emergency. One man's risk. His body is going through some sort of mutation. Is another man's terror. <laughs> What's happening? On the next What's Star that? Trek Voyager. There is no okay. indication of what you have in store. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tyler, what'd you pick up from the commercial? Uh, so I guess they're they're breaking warp ten. He becomes Deadpool. Oh man! <laughs> and, and that's it. Like, yeah. no one's happy about it. Yeah, it's not bad. He turns into one of the electroids from Buckaroo Banzai. <laughs> A young Ryan Reynolds guest stars. <laughs> no, really? No. Of course not. Uh, Are they making a Buckaroo Bonsai series? Did I just imagine that? I don't know what that I is. feel like it's something that people have talked about for ever in one well, form yeah. or another. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Not sure. I think it's something that Kevin Smith probably tried to do and he shouldn't do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please, Tyler, do you think? Do you think based on that trailer, is Threshold going to be a good, bad, or meh episode? I wish we had one that was that that was like fun because it looks like it's going to be fun, but it's probably going to be bad. But like the good oh, kind of bad. A, you want a good fun bad episode? Yeah. Huh. I don't like know. I think but, this is. I mean. Mm, you're gonna this is gonna be an indictment of me i think this is a fun episode i mean i mean it unironically this episode is batshit crazy it's still my favorite star trek episode. <laughs> i'm excited uh, to watch it this this is, this is a good one it doesn't look it's mad. still not deep space nine yeah, damn the it worst. <laughs> you know what when i was trying to think of episodes uh to, to suggest i was like what's one of the ones with the grand magus like those are good there that go. would be a good yeah, yeah. I think it is on the list. Is it the? Is it rules of acquisition? Is that the? Is that what that it's might, called? This, you got a good that shot of the Nagus be being one. there. Yeah. Uh, those are fun. I just love. We think we think we're gonna do yeah. a special list of episodes for Tyler to choose from. We've been we've been talking about making a list of four episodes. What would be three uh, DS nine episodes and a Voyager episode? Because that's what he always picks as Voyager. Uh, <laughs> just uh, by the title to see if to see if he picks the Voyager one. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> um. Hey, Game Game Pass is a podcast that can Yay. I pitch it in two minutes? Probably. Uh, it's these two pretty funny guys, and they play they play Xbox Game Pass games mm-hmm. and then talk about them in a way that's sometimes very informative and sometimes less informative. <laughs> uh, that's my pitch for your podcast. It's a lot of fun. I really like it. Uh, you guys want to want to pitch it further and say where to find stuff and things and stuff? Yeah, it's on like Spotify and uh, Stitcher and stuff. And yeah, and we'll we'll put a link to one of yeah. those are all of we them. have a website radiolarp.com it which is that's where i post the episodes uh 
And that has and our old it, scripted stuff. Too. That has it's our fun. old, yeah, that has our old uh, radio play podcast, too, sneaking around there in the back. But, yeah, and Which then, yeah, some, it's Game Game Pass some, on, on any place. Some of it's sort of a Trek spoof, uh, slightly. The, some of the Yeah, that's right. Stuff. Flight Space 7 is our Star Trek parody <laughs> radio play show. Uh, which I don't know if I realize we are. It is sort of like TOS. It is like a captain, a doctor, and an alien guy. It's, yeah. Who's the science person? And science thanks for letting us come hang out. This is fun. Yeah. Thanks for being yeah. here. It's really fun. It'll it'll go up in like a couple months, probably. Yeah. You know, sometime yeah. October. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds about right. <laughs> Cannot rush quality. <laughs> Uh, at the end of our episodes, we always beam out, so we have to make beam out noises with our mouth because we gotta have five to beam out to the us to a swamp. Five to beam to a swamp. This episode. My soul. louder so they can't hear the soul ripping out (laughs) (laughs) i feel every atom being cloned i just did a ghost sound it sounded haunted (laughs) (laughs) this has been a presentation of the we can make this work probably network Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com.